Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin.
want to lift your hands and say, Lord, speak to me right now. Through your word, Lord, speak to me. When the Spirit comes, he says the entrance of his word brings light. Oh, speak to us, Lord. We need a word from you, Jesus. We need to hear from you, Lord. So Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Ask the Lord to speak to you tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you for tonight. We thank you for another time in your presence. We ask, O oh God, that your spirit will minister to us, speak to us. A word that will change us and transform us. Make us more like you, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Tonight, Bishop Nee has graciously asked me to preach tonight. So, I am preaching tonight for just a short time. Amen. What a blessing. I believe that we are in very good times because it's a year of good things. So you are also experiencing good things. May you receive good things. I said, may you receive good things. As a church, God is blessing us. And um, when I saw the people come in last Sunday, I said, wow. In Psalm 144, there's a scripture there that I believe that is going to be what will characterize what is going to happen in the church. Psalm 144, verse 12, the Bible says that, that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth. I believe that some young people are going to grow up that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace i see some beautiful daughters in the house the lord is going to polish you after the similitude of a palace then he said in verse 13 he said that our garners may be full affording all manner of store 
anything that can be stored it is going to be there you shall have this blessing in the name of jesus i tell you that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets that shall be our testimony in the name of jesus that our oxen may be strong to labor that there be no breaking in or going out that means that we are not going to lose any of them everyone is going to be kept inside that there be no complaining in our streets god will bless us so much that nobody will complain again happy is that people i love it that is in such a case yay happy is that people whose god is the lord so we are going to be very happy this year because this shall be our story happy is that people in such a case are we in such a case where we are bringing forth thousands of ten thousands it shall be your testimony in the name of jesus so tonight just in line with all that is happening as we gather people from all over and even for those of us who were at the revival at seven last sunday i tell you beautiful sermon beautiful message ben m ben mc ben mc ben m ben m and c <laughs> beautiful exciting nice mood changing some of you are wondering what are these people saying at all see that's what happens when you don't listen you don't listen to the voice of the anointed that god has given to us yeah and now the message is also available for us it is supposed to be on every platform so if you are not listening then you have chosen not to listen yeah it's on the platform so by now dear even all parents, they are being given the message to listen to. So you have to listen to it. Anyway, tonight I'm preaching from Bishop's book, Others. Others. Hallelujah. Now, Others is a beautiful story about the founder of Salvation Army, William Booth. One day it was said that he wrote a telegram to his pastors, sent them a message. And this message contained just one word. One word. He didn't have a lot to say. He just had one thing because everything he wanted to say was summarized in that one word. And that word, so all the pastors gathered, they were eager to hear what message was coming, what was in the telegram, when they opened the thing, what was the word? Others. Wow. Wow. And they were wondering what it was all about. But the truth of the matter is that Christianity is about others. Others. 
It's not about you. I think today's Christians, we have come in with a mind that I am coming to receive for myself. Me, myself, and I. Three people that you think about in this life. (laughs) Me, myself, and I. These are the only three people you think about in this life. And everything is about what you can get, what you can receive. And that is what it has been. When Judas went to see the high priest and all those people so that he will hand over Jesus to them, he said, what will you give me? (laughs) Everything is about what will I get? If I do this, what will I get? If I join the dancing stars, what will I get? And even people's testimonies that they give is about when I joined the church and I found the beloved. It's like everything is about... These three people, me, myself, and I. (laughs) But Jesus, the Bible says that the Son of Man, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. May that be our testimony also. That by the time you are checking out of this earth, may it be said of you that you came to seek and to save that which was lost. So right here in the book, Bishop talks about what the message of others is all about. He says that the message of others is that others exist. As you are thinking about yourself and me, myself, and I, there are other people outside these three people that you are always thinking about. Others exist. Your whole life is just about you. But there are others. Other people exist that we must think about. So when William Booth sent that message to his pastors, he was telling them, stop thinking about just yourself and what you can get. And you know, if you have listened to that message that Bishop preached last Sunday, you will find out that the things that you are looking for and thinking about, when you think about others, those things will come to you. He said the message of others is that our minds must be on others. Think about other people. When you are thinking, think about other people. Not just yourself or your wife. Even your wife is another person, so. But there are some people who don't think about any other person. It's just me. Sometimes even when they are doing things, one one brother, he... Every time he wants to buy something for himself, he knows that his wife doesn't like that. But he just buy it for his wife. Then he tells his wife, I bought this thing for you. He used to like CDs. And then when he goes to that, he knows that when he buys a CD, his wife will say, so, so I, today I bought a CD for you. Meanwhile, he was buying it for himself. Indirect. Number three, the message of others is that we are to Spend our lives for others. Spend your life for others. Number four, the message of others says that we must live for others. Live for others. Don't live just for your stomach. Number five, the message of others says that we must serve others. 
serve others. Yeah. Number six, the message of others is that we must lay our lives down for others, which is what Jesus did. And number seven, the message of others says that we must use all the blessings God has given us to care for others. Somebody say others. Say others. It's very important. So, four things you must remember about others that we close. Number one, others need Christ. Hallelujah. Others need Christ. I tell you, there are a lot of people walking around in this life. They don't know which way to turn. Bible says that multitudes are in the valley of decision. They need Christ in their lives to make a difference. When you read that story about the donkey that was uh, used by Jesus when he was riding into Jerusalem, the Bible says that when you look at that donkey, when you read, the scripture says that the donkey was standing tied in the place where two roads met. So you will find out that for a lot of people, their lives are tied, number one, to whatever thing they are tied to. And number two, they are standing at a place where two roads are meeting. They don't know which way to go. They need somebody to help them. So that donkey was standing there tied at the place where two roads met and didn't know which way to go. But Jesus sent two people. Oh, you didn't hear me. Jesus sent two people on a mission. The Bible says that he sent them to the place where he himself would have gone to. And he said, you will find a donkey tied. And when you reach there, the owner of the donkey will ask you, why are you untying the donkey? Hey, I tell you, there are people who don't want sinners to be saved. The devil has become the owner of people's lives. And he said, when they ask you, why are you untying the donkey? Tell him, the master. <laughs> the master has need of him. And release because the donkey is confused, doesn't know which way. So when he flows in the direction of the master, it will know which way to go. A lot of people don't know which way to go. They need Jesus Christ. When you read John chapter 4, Jesus met with this Samaritan woman who had come to the world. Actually, Jesus went there. The Bible says that he must needs go through Samaria because he knew that that woman would come there. Listen, we must try and be at certain strategic places in this season. Because there are certain people we will find there. We must be on the football pitch. We must be at the drinking spot. We must be at certain places because some people will be there. We will speak to them. We must need to be. One time I went to a drinking I just entered there. Some guy was quaffing beer. He and his friend, they were quaffing. I went to sit by the day. I'm sure they were wondering, where is this guy coming from? When I sat there, I said, how? They said, fine. Then I started preaching to them. 
When I finished, the guy said, hey, he has never seen some before his whole life. <laughs> that you are at the drinking spot. Then somebody enters and comes to talk to you about Christ. He said, because of that, he will give his life to Christ. That's all. <laughs> I must needs be at that drinking spot. But he knew that there was a certain woman. The woman had been in so many marriages. Been with five men already. We don't know what she's looking for. But you find people trying different things today. Here, here, here. Because they don't know which one is the right one. They are confused. They are trying everything. Tries a short man. Tries a tall man. Tries a rich man. Tries a, a slim man. Tries a burger. Try somebody with six pack and one pack. That one is a pot belly. <laughs> they don't know which one is the right one. There are men sleeping with different ladies because they don't know which one. They don't know which way to go. They are looking for something to quench their thirst. But they don't know that all these things cannot quench their thirst except Jesus Christ. So he met the woman at the well and he started talking to the woman about drinking of water because he knew that when you are thirsty, that's when you go for some things. Started talking to her. Then at a point, the woman said, he said, give me to drink. He said, what are you talking about? Later, the woman was, he said, listen, if you knew the one you were, you knew the one that you were talking to, you would have given him water to drink. Then he said to her, the water that you drink, you shall thirst again. But the water that I will give you, People need Christ though. They're smoking, they are smoking. They're drinking, they are drinking. The girls they are chasing. The pornography. It's all because they are thirsty. They are looking for something to quench their thirst. The only person who can quench their thirst is Jesus Christ. He said, I am the living water. Anyone who is thirsty, let him come and drink of this water of life. People need Christ. We need to send a message to them. Without Christ, they cannot make it. We need to. And the Bible says that this woman, when she received this word from Jesus, as they were talking, at the point she said to Jesus, I perceive that you are a prophet. Very soon, people will perceive that you are a prophet. Because when you are talking to them, certain things you'll be saying, say, hey, you seem to know some things about me. I perceive that you are a prophet. Then the woman, after she finished with Jesus, she realized that this message was not for her alone. Others. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. How come when you come to church, you receive the message for yourself and you don't share it with anybody? You sit in the you don't talk to anybody 
You sit in a taxi. You don't talk to anybody. You are there quiet like a, 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 a deaf and dumb. You don't say anything. But there are times when yourself comes and you talk. There are some ladies, when you look at them, you see they can't, you feel they can't talk. When they start, when you hear them talking. Use that talking to preach the gospel. Tell others about Christ. The Bible says that the woman left her water pot. What is it that is keeping? Leave it. Went her way into the city and said to the men, because she knew that the woman hmm, already has slept with other men. So come and see a man who told me all things which I ever did. He didn't even say anything, but just the little that she received, it looked like all her problems had been solved. People just need to hear a little about Christ and all their problems will be solved. Oh, in this season, as we are gathering people, may you go to different places. Go to the drinking sports. Go to the, 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 the washing bay, the football park. Go to circle, certain corners, dark areas where certain people stand with short skirts. Dark alleys. And tell them about Jesus Christ. People are hearing all sorts of things. We need to tell them about Jesus. Ask the next person, are you going to tell somebody about Jesus? Bishop says that always remember that there are many people who need Christ. Millions and millions of people do not know Jesus because the church has failed to think about others. Most Christians do not think about the fact that others do not know Christ. They are happy to enjoy Christ in their churches and their wonderful fellowships. Please remember that many, many people do not know about Christ and are waiting to hear the pure gospel preached to them. You know, Pastor Richie, the other day you were telling me about this guy who was in his house. He said what? He was waiting. Give you remember that, 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 brother, give, give him a microphone. Microphone. And you brought him to church, isn't it? What, what, what did he say? The guy says something. He was in the house waiting that somebody should come and talk to him. Or he was standing by, he was standing by his house and then two of my shepherds passed by and returned and told him that. Two of your shepherds yes. passed by. And, and then they returned work. and told him that God has sent them to speak to him. And he said that in the whole area, he used to be an arm robber, that people were very afraid of him, but nobody had ever invited him to church before. Wow. But the fact that they went and came back shows that it's true, but they shouldn't talk a lot. He would follow them to church. So the next Sunday, he came to church. There are people, others are waiting for somebody to talk to them about Christ. This is an arm robber. People are afraid of him. Nobody has spoken to him. Then they stop and they said, listen, Jesus sent us to come for you. 
He said, I will follow you to church. Number two, because my time is up. Others need a shepherd. Yes, others need a shepherd. John chapter 10 and verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Hallelujah. People need a shepherd, somebody to guide them, to direct them, to tell them what to do. They don't have it. It's a blessing to have a shepherd over you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When you have a shepherd, you shall not want. Others need a shepherd. They don't have a shepherd. That's why their lives are the way it is. You are seated here today because you have a shepherd who says that come here Tuesday evening, come and sit down. You are seated here. But there are others, they don't have any shepherd. They need a shepherd. They need a shepherd. Jesus said, other sheep have I who must be here, but they are not here. Why are we gathering people from all over? Because they need a shepherd. When you read Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35, when Jesus was talking to the Bible says that Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36, he said, but when he saw the multitudes, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Why? Number one, because they fainted. Number two, they were scattered abroad. Why? Because they were as sheep without a shepherd. When the sheep don't have a shepherd, they faint. There are many people out there fainting because there's no shepherd in their lives. There's nobody shepherding them and watching over them. And for many of us, God is also calling you to rise up to be a shepherd at that basenta. Rise up and help people that you are shepherding. You have no idea how pleasing you are to God when you begin to shepherd. Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, if you love me, if really you love me, feed my sheep feed them watch over them keep them that's the sign that you love Jesus oh Jesus I love you it's not in the songs that you are singing I love you I love you he said where my God you are singing I love you Lord he said, foolish boy you love me where the sign if you love me the sign of your love is that you take care of my sheep you take care of my sheep People need a shepherd. They need a shepherd. We need to bring them. When they come, Bishop Oko is here. Bishop Ni is here. 
they will have a shepherd Reverend Ben Johnson is here they will have a shepherd and you are there they will have a shepherd in your basenta I see you becoming a great shepherd and people are under you hey other sheep have I oh may you find other sheep and bring them That is why in Luke 15, the Bible talks about that man who had 99 sheep. He had 99. He could have said that, yes, I have 99. It's enough. But he said there is still one more. There's another one out there. Another one out there which will faint and die if there's no shepherd. Bible says that he left the 99. He went looking for the one. Listen, it's time for us to leave those 99 and go looking for the one. This Saturday, I see people in every bus center. We are going to go out there. We will enter the highways and the byways and we will look for the one that is lost and we'll bring them back. They need a shepherd. They need a shepherd. They need a shepherd. They need a shepherd. Number three. Because our time is up. Others must hear the message. Number one is what? Others need Christ. Number two is what? Others need a shepherd. Number three, others must hear the message. Luke chapter 4. Is this when the words are small? It's not easy. Is it 13? No. <laughs> when I read the verse, you will see which one it is. It says that. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For, the, for therefore, I can see. <laughs> For therefore am I sent, okay, look for 43. Hey, see those people who are selling their buses, say you are suffering from cocoa. <laughs> when you see temptation, you say temptation. So, so 43, I said 13, you see. But others must hear the message. There is a message we are receiving. Very sweet message. Messages that are in this house. Oh, I tell you, very sweet messages. These messages we are hearing, Ben M. People need to hear about Ben M. You will be amazed at the sort of things that people are taught in their churches. I mean, one time I was just teaching a couple, marriage counseling, and we were on the, on the, on the pictures and the, we had gone to the engine room. Yes. And we're talking about sex. But you see, the modern marriage book, eh, about half of it is talking about sex. I tell you. It's a sex distinct. It's a sex distinct. There is nowhere that you can start a message preaching. In fact, as I was talking, the brother was looking at me. Say, hey. My name, my name. 
It's like his church. They did the counseling in his church first before they came. And he said, Our oh, pastor didn't say anything. When you get there, you find out. <laughs> I said, So what did your pastor say? So he asked us whether we had any question about sex. And we didn't have any question because we, we don't know anything. We are, we are also. So what question are we going to ask? So I say, if you don't have any question, then it's okay. You go. Let's move on. <laughs> now, you will wonder how such a person will fare in the marriage. Confusion. There's a way that cement right onto a man. But the end thereof. See, because even in that class, the way you'll be taught how and where to, to do certain things. You, you know. Yes. People don't say, even today, I was in the front office. Bishop was on. And he was talking about, you see, when a woman gives her the vagina, then the, a lady, the, I think she's from another church, she had come to her, say, hey! I said, ah, you see. <laughs> but people need to hear. If they had heard some of these messages, they would not be fornicating around. They will not be doing all the things that they are doing. The word of God. The Bible says that it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction. When we receive the word, it changes us. So, Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2, he said, he said, 2 Timothy 2, 2, and the things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. He said, the same, the same, the same, teach others also. Teach others also. Teach others also. The same. Because the message we are receiving, others need the same message. Message about 100% answered prayer. I said, others need to hear it. Message about losing, suffering, sacrificing, dying. Others need to hear this message. How can they hear if we don't go there to tell them? That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 10. How would they hear if there's nobody going out there to tell them? And that is where you and I come in. Where you have been placed in that percenter. Is for you to be able to reach out and give the same message. The message you are receiving from here, give the same message to other people. People need to hear about all these messages. Loyalty. You should see what goes on in other churches. The way they. After I went to preach in a certain church, I mean, the instrumentalists. Oh, unruly. I mean, they just play. What are these people? Because people need to hear about others. They need to hear about blood power. 
people need to hear message may you share the message with others and number four others have issues <laughs> how many can identify with that one hmm. others have issues oh. now sometimes we, we behave as if we are the only one who have problems when you haven't seen somebody else's problem you would think your own is the, is the worst of problems One man he was complaining, he doesn't have shoe. He was complaining, I don't have shoe, I don't have. Then one day he met somebody, he didn't have feet. I said, Hey, I think my own is okay. Others have issues, so. Another man, he said he was tired of life. He was tired. He's going to hang himself. He went, stood under a tree, put the rope there, tied the thing there. He was going to put it. He removed his shirt, his trousers. So he was just wearing his panties and singlet. Then he put his neck inside. Then he was coming to pull the thing. Then as he was there doing that, then somebody came. He was also wearing only panties and this thing. When he saw the trousers, he said, oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. He took the trousers. He started wearing it. It's my size. It's my size. The guy stood there. He was looking down. He said, hey. Hey, put it down. <laughs> and the guy said, but, but you are dying. You are going to die. He said, no, I won't die again. He realized that some people's problems are worse than his own. Put your hands together for Jesus, I tell you. You see, one of the things about pastoral work is the fact that you get to hear people's problems. It is very encouraging when you see that. Oh, I saw my, my, own, my own is okay. Oh. People have issues. Oh. So the problems when you hear, hey, the Bible says that when Job's friends went to visit, when they saw his problem for three days, they didn't say anything. They just sat down. He talked me. People are suffering. Oh. People have issues. Oh. So as you are thinking about your own and you are not thinking about other people, you have no idea. Somebody today has not eaten anything. You have eaten five balls of kinky and you matched the last one. And Banku. Let's for once forget about our own problems. Go out there and help other people with issues. People have issues. They have problems. They need somebody to talk to. They need somebody who will comfort them. They need somebody who will stand by them and say, it is well. 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 God has put that word in your mouth to comfort somebody. Oh, may the Lord help us. May we not be selfish people. May we think about others. Paul said it in Philippians chapter 2 verse 4. He said, put that scripture there. 
Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. As we reach out to people, as we gather people from everywhere, there are people at Kanishi Market, there are other people at other places, they have problems. Sometimes their prostitution is not because they want to do it, but because they don't have any means, they have to do their prostitution. But when you go to such people and you talk to them, you will see that they will receive Christ. They will hear the message. Their lives will be transformed. They will have a shepherd and they will become great people in the house of God. May God use you to reach other people and may your life be a blessing to others. Stand to your feet and let's close and go home. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, 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 thank you, Lord Jesus. Lead me, Lord. I will follow. Lead me, Lord. I will go. Sing, lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Oh, I will follow. Oh, lead me, Lord. Oh, I will go. a minute or two talk to God talk to God ask for mercy you have only been thinking about yourself when there are people in your neighborhood people around you people in your office they need to hear about Christ they need Christ you haven't spoken to them about Christ ask God for mercy ask God for mercy pray that you will now think about others you will now care for others in the name of Jesus pray that God will help you that your mind will be on others that you will go to others that you will know that others have issues people need God people need Jesus people need the Lord we need to send a message to them we need to tell them about Christ others need Christ others need a shepherd others need to hear the message of God others have issues we need to go to them and send the word of God to them they need to hear it so their lives will be transformed so they can also be a part of this household pray that God will help you in your bus center wherever you are in your center may you be able to reach out to the highway to the byway to the drinking spot to the football field to the roadside everywhere may we go out there and win some souls for Christ May we reach others for Christ. They need Jesus. They need a shepherd. They need the messages. They need, they need help. We need to send help to them. We need to send help to them. We need to send help to them. 
The Bible says that that man who was beaten by thieves on the road to Jericho, the priest passed. He didn't mind him. The Levite passed. But there was a Samaritan who took this man and carried him. The man had problems. He had issues. He carried him to the inn and so said to them, take care of this man. Beloved, there are people who have been beaten down by issues. They have been beaten down by troubles. They are waiting for you and I. You are the good Samaritan to go to these people carry them and bring them to the inn which is the church so they can be cared for so they can be brought up in a good way may god use you to be that person to reach out to others and with every head bowed with all eyes closed today you are here somebody invited you you realize that you need jesus as your lord and savior you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus? You want to be born again? Just lift up your right hand. We're going to pray. You want to be born again? Let your right hand go up. Let your right hand go up. Tonight, I want us all to lift up our right hand and make a promise to God that when you are coming next week, you will invite somebody others need to hear the message right now talk to God tell the Lord help me to bring somebody to church next week we don't have souls saved because nobody is reaching out to others father forgive us help us to reach out to others and bring them to church we thank you father in Jesus name amen hallelujah God bless you put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's Word. For further inquiries, call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you. Hallelujah.